welcome back to Take Up Spaces. I'm so excited to have you listening once again. I am your host, Coach Marlena Bayless, and I'm really excited for today's episode because I have a fellow coach on this episode and enjoying this conversation with me, Marisol Rodriguez, and we are discussing living into joy. And this is so imperative because we discuss how we grow through a season that is ambiguous and ever-changing like COVID and not let that be our excuse or reason for us to be held back. And as a coach, um, just a little bit about me, I am someone who is all about helping women recover their power and helping organizations become safe spaces for women to leverage that power. And so I'm excited for you guys to hear the discussion, to take away some strategies and tools to go ahead and do that very thing in your life starting today, no longer waiting for things to change on the outside. Let's get into it. Welcome everyone. I'm so excited to have you listening today to Take Up Spaces. Um, I'm really excited for today's episode, Living Into Joy. I couldn't be more happy to have my guest. Um, She is just a wonderful coach. Um, She is born and raised in Chicago. Her name is Marisol, and she has worked downtown in FinTech over the last 13 years, serves um, in a current role at um, at an innovation lab as a coach and facilitator. She is also from my alma mater, University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign and is a certified professional coactive coach. Um, my, my other alma mater uh, <laughs> and um, certified through the ICF as well. And Marisol started her career in crisis intervention and training and um, providing advocacy services to victims of domestic violence and sexual assault. And she uses that experience to provide compassion and heart to the innovation and coaching works that she does now. Marisol relishes in the opportunity to assist individuals and teams in obtaining clarity in their goals and improving their ability to live a purposeful and intentional life through radical self-acceptance. You can find her on LinkedIn. Um, She has two young daughters and a wonderful husband and travels and loves the outdoors. And so let's get into it. Marisol, give these folks your whole name, girl. Marisol Rodriguez. Yes. Thank you, girl. Marisol Rodriguez. Thank you. (laughs) I can say it's the Latina way of Marisol Rodriguez, but. Say it again. Say it again. (laughs) Marisol Rodriguez. I gotta, you know, roll the R's in there. Yes, roll the R's. Yes, do it. Do it. Do it. Thank you. I love it. I love it. I think that this, um, I'm so excited to talk to you. Number one, living into joy, I think is so timely. Um, the beginning of 2022, February 1st, um, kicking off, um, Black History Month, uh, yeah. <laughs> with living into joy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Right. Um, so really wanting to hear for you being that you are all about mindful living and bringing in that compassion, self-acceptance into your work um, in innovative ways. Um, what are, what for you is important about living into joy now? Yeah. 
when you say now, it's kind of like what we were talking about before, right? In terms mm-hmm. of like pandemic and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, you know, like we talked about previously, I just feel like so many of us are struggling with feeling into this energy of joy and contentment, right? And mm. just being, I guess, like free going and relaxed and really present in our lives right now because of the trauma that I think we've all experienced collectively due to the pandemic and so much, so many other things that have happened right over the course of the last two years. Um, and so many of us and my, and, and I'll speak for myself too, because I think I, I also struggle with this idea that I cannot um, do joyful things. I cannot my life has been on pause and you know pandemic has happened and i'm waiting for life to begin again i'm waiting for all of this stuff that's happening out in the world to finally just stop so that i can start living again and i realized for myself like this is a fallacy of like life i don't think is ever going to be what it was prior to the pandemic. Mm. And I, I think we're going to continue seeing stuff around pandemic and, you know, health and, and safety. And But I also think that I don't want to live my life in fear and, and feeling constantly afraid and constrained when I'm doing the things that I should be doing to keep myself and my, my family safe. You know, I'm vaccinated. I, I, you know, I'm doing all the things to protect myself. And so it's kind of like, it's okay to meet up with friends. It's okay to travel. It's okay to just get little sparks of joy um, and and plan my life and live into those plans and not just be in this waiting area that I think a lot of us have been in for, for a while now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that is so accurate <laughs> and that this pause period, I feel like life has been on for a lot of people. Um, And living into joy is such an interesting idea because it's not waiting for a moment. It's like experiencing joy by virtue of choosing to experience life almost yeah you know yeah and the act of living it sounds like yeah and I I like what you said about the pause like yeah we needed to pause and I think in the Mm -hmm. beginning of the pandemic right when it first hit so many of us were kind of like in this energy and space of oh like I finally get to just stop right like Mm -hmm. living on autopilot and you know just doing things for the sake of doing things and Mm -hmm. and going to the classes and work and coming home and Mm -hmm. and it was like we finally got this special in the midst of trauma and all the other horrible things that were happening it was also it was like bittersweet in that we also got to pause and reflect and just kind of say all right the race has kind of ended for the moment I can like reevaluate my life and think about what I want and that's been great um but then I think the pause ended up being a little too long (laughs) for a lot of us Mm -hmm. not all of us I I think like the great resignation is a symptom of that pause of that self-reflection so many people are reevaluating how they want to live what work means to them redefining what 
what life should look like. And so a lot of people are making huge decisions, life decisions to reorient their careers, get a new job, um, you know, whatever that is. Right. But I think so many of other of us are kind of like, now what? Like, what do I do do now? Like, when when is this going to start? What do I, you know, Mm. kind of this in-between place I think a lot of us are stuck in. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, it it sounds like um, the initial gift, and that's a touchy word for a lot of people, for a lot of reasons, um, (laughs) is that, well, the gift of the pause, not necessarily the gift of what the catalyst of the pause, right? what I'm saying, um, is that it, it gave a lot of people who did not feel they had either the time, the permission, to reflect, to reframe, as you um, stated, to redefine, um, to look at the dictionary and the, wor- the words of re, okay, <laughs> and start mm-hmm. saying redesign, whatever it is. They yeah. started to question a lot of things. And so it is a gift to be able to uh, reassess everything and, um, and ask yourself, what am I doing and why? But yeah. Um, living into joy, it sounds like, is about no longer letting that catalyst be turned into an like a, an excuse or like a speed bump or a stop yeah. stop sign. You know, it's yeah. you know, I think more of it, it's like it's turning into um, almost like a um, a stoplight versus like it was supposed to maybe be a stop sign for some yeah. people. We decide yeah. whether we're going left or right, and we're we're acting like the light hasn't turned green. <laughs> yeah, and that's a great metaphor. Turned yellow, so or you know, green. So yeah, I think that's, that's a good one. Um, for, for and it what? depends on on your situation. Like I like your metaphor of for some of us, maybe the light is still in, in yellow. Proceed mm-hmm. with caution, right? Like mm. or slow down, right? Like. Mm like really think through and it could you know are you living with people who are immunocompromised or you know are you do you have to care for family members who maybe are unable to to be protected right so for some people yes it's it's still like i've got to proceed with caution for mm-hmm. others of us who maybe have you know certain circumstances that allow more freedom I think that's the population that I'm talking about where it's like you're a lot of us are reacting to fear-based messages that we're seeing in the news that we're hearing about in social media mm-hmm. um, or even like on social media platforms. Sometimes I'll see people discussing like, oh, that's really irresponsible of you to be, you know, going out and traveling and doing this thing. And it's like, OK, but you don't know that person's life circumstances. You don't you don't know what that person is going yeah. through. You don't know if they're va- like there's so many different factors and I think a lot of us are, are in that space of oh, I'm just I just don't want to deal with the judgment I am afraid of you know of offending someone or and and I'm just gonna continue living life on pause mm-hmm. it's safe here I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen yeah and, and that's okay but I guess when I say live into joy is let's also remember that life is full yes it's full of you know pain and and struggle but it's also full of so many beautiful experiences and so many joyful things and 
um, get back into connection again instead of isolation. Mm. Um, and I'm talking friendship. I'm talking about connecting to family. I'm talking yes. about connecting to nature. Um, yes. Just to, you know, be more mindful and intentional on how you live your everyday. Yeah. That's beautiful. So for you, what are some ways in which you find yourself living into joy or the, yeah, that's my question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, and it's a big question too, because <laughs> sometimes yeah. I, I do struggle with that. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. This is me too talking. Um, so I am noticing or have noticed, you know, recently that because I have been so used to um, being in isolation the, the past two years, so I, I'll talk a little bit about my my particular circumstance of being at home, working full time, and then also caring for um, my daughter at the time she was four, not in school, needs a lot of attention, mm-hmm. um, and I just felt overwhelmed because I was living this life of like, I've got to be a perfect employee. I've got to be available during my normal work hours. I also, in addition to, and concurrent with that, have to care for my daughter, Mm -hmm. make her meals, spend time with her, Mm -hmm. uh, educate her, um, you know, be phenomenal at the parenting. And then I also have to be a great homemaker and I have to, you know, maintain my home and, yes. and clean and do the dishes and, and cook the meals. And I have to be, my husband comes home. Okay. Now I've got to reorient and like be available for him and have mm-hmm. relationship with him and mm-hmm. be a phenomenal wife. And look cute. And it was. And be yeah. in a conversation. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and that was really <laughs> overwhelming to go through that. Yeah. For, you know, a full year. Um, until things started to, to get better. And so now I'm realizing like, I just need to first appreciate and be grateful for like the small moments in my life mm. um, without the added pressure of, I have mm. to be perfect at this. Like life is imperfect and I'm gonna struggle and I'm not gonna be a great employee all the time. I'm not gonna be a great wife and mother. And that's okay. This is me living my life. And so lately I've noticed that like, you know, when I'm at home with my daughters and things are a little chaotic and they're, you know, crying and yelling and screaming. And I I just like, I take a moment to stop and breathe in and just take it all in and just say, oh, okay. I'm, I'm living my life. (laughs) Like this is, this is my life. This is a part of it. This is, I'm going to miss this right. When I'm, when I'm older, I'm going to miss the the chaotic moments, the busyness of life. Um, and you that, are, like, you are, you are. <laughs> I'm there. I, I'm, I know I am. I know I'm going to miss it. And so I'm just trying to appreciate that in, in the, in those moments. And then I'm also like trying to get outdoors more. We live in Chicago. It's winter. It's freezing and snowy and gross, but just like feeling the wind on my face, like as I take a walk through the park, um, just, like feeling like me being in my body. So I, I, I think, I guess what I'm saying is I marry a lot of like mindfulness into mm-hmm. just daily moments, my daily practice of mm. I am in my body, you know, I own this body and this is a gift to me and being able to take a walk outside and feel the fresh air on my skin is a beautiful, lovely, joyful experience. Um, and I'm here and when I'm in 
those spaces, mm -hmm. that's when I can start planning for, okay, what do I want my life to look like career-wise? What do I want, I want my life to look like in my relationships, um, you know, with my family and friends? And like, once I'm there in that space of like deep gratefulness, then that's mm -hmm. when I can like create this like lovely vision for how I want to live into each moment. Um, but I can't do that when I'm in that fear-based, stressful thinking. Like, it's just, it's not going to work from that space. Yes. yes, 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 yes. I think that that is so, um, one, powerful tools that you are um, really articulating. Because what it is, what I'm hearing you say is when practices matter, you know, yeah. being aware. Because we all have practices because we are <laughs> human beings. And so we have routines, right? So like being, paying attention to what your routines are and then putting into practice the ones in which that bring you joy. So you are very aware of, you know, nature and its impact on your mood and how you feel. The wind on your face changes how you feel and experience life. And so you being aware of that and then being intentional about making sure you get access to that is how you can live into joy. You know, a nice trip is great, but what we practice daily is how we live. You know, that's a moment in time. That's not how you live. Um, and I think too, some of the things that you said was, you know, really being aware when you're kind of having um, challenges, right? You know, being cognizant of what season you're in. You know, we all kind of came from a really unexpected season and still are in for some of us that season. And so knowing that it's not necessarily a negative state, it's just being able to name that state of what you're in so you can really articulate that to yourself and then say, how do I support me here? You know, mm -hmm. because part of it is a level of judgment when we don't have um, the right of <laughs> uh, framing for our situations we can start to really succumb to fear-based thinking like you said um and we don't feel like we have the power to impact our situations which is yeah. what we do have access yeah to, you know absolutely you know yeah. we're alive we have we have impact we have choices we have things we can do to live into our own personal joy, but we have to be in a position to discover and mindfulness helps us get there is what yeah. are you saying and articulating? Yeah. I, I mean, I like what you said about like, and, and at power, like we, I think oftentimes forget, I, I get into this where I forget how much at power I am in designing my life, mm. right? Like, in every single moment <laughs> like I am fully at power in yeah. designing my life and sometimes I get caught up in so many outside messages from so many different people including the people that I love and yeah. care for who oftentimes will share and confide in me their fears and and you know their views and perspectives that um, can oftentimes be caught up in that fear-based model of thinking mm. and I, and I take that in and I, you know, I'm like, oh, 
yeah, <laughs> like maybe, yeah, like I'm, I'm operating from that space too, or, or that just adds on to my own fears. And sometimes I have to like stop myself and get grounded in me, in, in my, like what's important to me and what resonates and feels right for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have to let go of, and it's an intentional practice. Like it's not something that mm -hmm. you can just easily do or it just happens naturally. Like I have okay. to be really intentional about saying, I, I hear it. I I'm listening, like mm -hmm. I take it in, but I am going to let it go at this moment because for me in this moment, this is my truth. And this is how I want to live my life. This is how I want to design how I feel every in every moment. And I cannot allow that, you know, fear-based or sometimes it's victim-based thinking to take mm -hmm. over because I, I was living in a very victim, woe is me. My life is like, you know, oh, I, I'm in a bad situation. And, and sometimes it feels good to be in that space and that's okay. Say that, say but, that, because people yeah. don't say that. People don't say that victim mentality is, is attractive. To, to people because that don't that leave you with no work to do you know right it, right. it relinquishes you you'd be like <laughs> there's nothing left for me to do you know i think that's important i think i thank you for saying that because i think that's so important when we when we succumb to uh, you know we get there and we stay there it, it positions us to we don't have anything else to do you know so, yeah. somebody else got to do all the work and but the problem with that is then you also don't have any power and yeah. It's, it's, it, then you're waiting. Then you're yeah. waiting for something to happen, yes. someone to happen to you. And that yes. does not feel good to be no. waiting. You're you waiting to be rescued. To <laughs> yeah, you're waiting to be rescued. You're waiting for like, like my, uh, like, you know, at the time, like I want my husband to save me. I want my husband to get it, to understand the pressure I'm under. I want my kids to understand mm. I am a mom and I'm trying my, my hardest. And my poor four-year-old is like, what is going on with you, woman? Like, <laughs> I just want to play, you know, like, yes. like we're waiting to be rescued from our situation. And I was in that thinking for a while, feeling very, very sorry for myself until I realized, all right, I'm done. Like I, I had my moment of feeling sorry for myself. It felt good for a little bit to be able to vent and blame everyone else around me. It yeah. felt really good, but now I'm done because I realized that was not helping me. It was not moving things forward. It, it, it took away my, my personal power and it, it made me just like this helpless being that life was happening to me and at me rather than I am creating my life. Mm. And so I think it was kind of like a wake up moment of, all right, because I have that power and because in my daily choices, my daily decisions and how I interact with those around me and how I communicate and, and what I consume, the books that I read, the things that I'm watching, the people that I surround myself with, like I wanna be really intentional and at power and what kind of energy I surround myself with, but it starts from the inside outward. And when you begin to do that inner work, I think that's when you start noticing big shifts and big changes in your life and the joy beginning, or maybe the joy was always there and you just didn't recognize it, right? You weren't even seeing it. You were not even on that level because you were too busy feeling sorry for yourself. Um, and I think a lot of that is true for me where I, I realize now it's like, oh, like I'm missing all these beautiful little moments of my daughters growing and, and interacting and 
and being aware of the world and I wasn't yeah. I was missing out on those moments because I was too busy feeling sorry for myself yeah um yeah so I know I said a lot there but like that's really clear because what it reminds me of as well um I'm a mom too and so I can definitely relate to feeling like you don't see everything that's happening around you when you're in those states but also you won't acknowledge your own progress you own your own growth you know you find yourself just chasing everything and you, you can never give yourself any um grace any compassion you know that's a telltale sign I mean that's what to me that's what you look for if you find yourself in this place, if you want to identify, that's what you're, what you're going through. It's like, if you can't give yourself any slack, if you yeah. can't give yourself a break about anything, that is a telltale sign that you might be missing out on the joy that you 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 have access to, that you could be living with, but you're yeah. not seeing or acknowledging in any way. Um, yeah. You don't, you know, celebrate yourself in any way, you know? Um, yeah. What are some of your favorite ways to, um, you see- Wait, just before you okay, ask that ahead, question, ahead. sorry. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I want to talk to that point because, um, what I'm hearing, what you say is, is there's this element of self-forgiveness mm. and, um, self-compassion, right? And like you said, celebrating yourself, that's that's so important and it's so key. We can oftentimes be, and you know, people often say this, like we are our own worst critic. Like you live inside of your head and the thoughts and the words that you say to yourself are often so critical and so guilt-ridden and so negative and punishing mm -hmm. um and that's what has was my experience and it you know i find myself caught up in it every day where i notice that i'm guilt tripping myself for all the things that i am not for all the things that i am not doing or being and i think when i reflect back on especially these past couple of years wow i was under a lot of pressure and i did a phenomenal job of getting through it and I had to like forgive myself and, and give myself permission to go through the struggle of it like it's okay to struggle it's okay to experience because there's so much growth that is also happening during the struggle throughout that struggle yes. um, and I had to just give myself some love and compassion and I began to say like loving quotes to myself like that I love myself that I am beautiful I am worthy mm. I do not need to prove myself to others like I mm. had to get into a intentional practice of flipping the script and talking to myself differently um in order to get out of that but like self-love and, and I talk about like radical self-love and like it's so key and that's where it begins that's where the real work and the real like like satisfaction in life and and just the living into joy i think has to begin by you loving yourself Ooh. and when you start there that's when toxic relationships you know you, you you begin to realize like oh this is not worth my time this is not worth my energy like mm -hmm. i love and respect myself i honor myself mm -hmm. you know all these just toxic behaviors and ways that we 
things that we've allowed into our lives just don't have room anymore when you mm. begin that self-love practice. And it is a practice. It is a process every single day that you have to work on. Um, and it will continue to be a process until the day that you die. <laughs> I don't think it's like everyone has it solved, you know, yeah. like the, the Tony Robbins or whoever, like the, the big speakers of the world, like you think yeah. they have it all figured out. I don't think anyone has it figured out. I think it's a daily self-love practice that we we improve ourselves, you know, as, as much as we can every day until in, until we realize like, okay, this is life. This, I'm living it. I'm experiencing it. I'm growing. Yeah. And this is, this is what it's all about. I, so. I love that. Thank you for pausing me, slowing me down, <laughs> helping me be more mindful. No thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Your gift, your gift coming through. Um, I, I felt like what you were saying just even there was really um, just intuit intuitively speaking to we have to practice it, but it's like almost like when you said Tony Robbins, I was like, you know, it's like working out, you know, you have to like go to the gym it, like consistently. It's the same thing with, you know, mental mindfulness you know like uh, i guess fitness it's like almost like fitness with your mindfulness you have yeah. to be to be fit at this you have to practice it daily is what i was um processing as you were speaking and to live it you know you have like if you're gonna look good you know in the summertime you gotta be working out in the winter like that don't happen like <laughs> right you ain't gonna just look good right in the summertime <laughs> You've been eating them donuts in the wintertime. That's not going to happen. Right. You know? <laughs> we got to, you know, you got you got to start early. So, and the same yep. thing with our mind and the self-talk. Oh my gosh. It's, it's huge. It's so, it's so overlooked, which is so dangerous because what it ends up doing is making us discount and discredit its power, which it's the op actual opposite. It has so much power and influence over our choices and actions and beliefs and, and how we see ourselves. And if we don't mind that part of ourselves, know what it's saying, um, tell it what to think <laughs> despite mm -hmm. our defaults, because the truth of the matter is we've all been conditioned by virtue of our walks of life, by virtue of our exposure, by virtue of the, the state of the world, the country that we're listening to this episode from, you know, depending on, you know, I, it was, it's wonderful to see, like I can see uh, where people are listening from. And so, you know, I got people listening from Germany, you know, and different parts of the world. And it's like, you know, depending on where you're coming from in this world, you have all of this stuff that infuses your self-talk. And so mm -hmm. you have to be so aware of the the radio station you got playing right yeah. like that frequency yeah. that is on at different channels at different times right mm -hmm. because what you need to have is the versions of yourself that is uplifting supporting encouraging um maybe challenging maybe humbling sometimes but um ultimately that is supporting you to live into joy yes. in your life yes. and that does not come by default what comes by yes. default is the you know negativity is um, pessimism is um you know demeaning ourselves because of our experiences or what we see or what we don't see if you don't have representation you know both of us are coaches and we're both women of color 
and doing this work, there's not many of us out here like ourselves. And I think that that, if we're not intentional, we can easily see that as um, lack of validation that this is valuable work or that we should or shouldn't be of service in this way. But another perspective is that we are absolutely needed because there is not as many of us here. Our sisters need us. They need to see themselves and the people that can help them and support them in this fashion, in this way. And they need to be able to feel like they can come home to people that can that know their experiences and what in, in a very distinctive way. So yeah. I think that self-talk, reflection, and assessment, and really inventory too, what you just stated, is um, so helpful to people to be able to do that kind of exercise and then yeah. dictate what your voice is going to tell you. Yeah, and I, I think. You know, I also don't want to discount like the science of it, of like how our brains mm-hmm. function, right? Like yes. our our brains are programmed to focus on the negative. It's a survival mechanism, Man. right? It's, it's like, hey, you know, I, I need to survive from this moment to the next. What are all of the fear-based things? What are all of the threats that are going on around me, you know, that I need to pay attention to so that I can make it to the next moment? Yep. So I, I get that. And and so that's the biological, right, brain science, like aspects of that. And I yep. think where we need to focus our attention on is, and I think a question that helps me often is like, how is this helping me? How is this moving me forward? Mm. When I stop and just, you know, that helps me to really laser in on, what information do I need to know? And what information is just extra stuff that has no relation to my life, to what's going on with me. It's not an immediate threat. Like that stuff, mm-hmm. I need to just intentionally say, nope, sorry, I'm I'm not gonna give that my time of day in this moment because yeah. I need to focus on the things that are gonna move me forward, that feel good, that yeah. feel right and trust my intuition Mm-hmm. on those things. I think what's what's hard for our society and maybe our generation right now is because we're so connected to everyone in the world through social media and the news and everything, we're being bombarded with so mm-hmm. many different terrible things that are happening, you know, in, in the world and and you think about sustainability, you think about, mm-hmm. you know, the health of the planet, you think about the pandemic stuff, you think about wars and just like all the conflicts that are happening and if we are constantly opening up ourselves to those things yes of course you're going to operate from a place of i don't want to leave my house i don't want to interact with people i don't you know you know it's just gonna create fear and feeling constricted and closed off and isolated rather than this feeling of possibility of Mm -hmm. openness of peace of contributing and helping others Mm -hmm. like I I just I think that's so key that you've got to be careful and intentional about what are you opening yourself up to Mm. what are you allowing into your space that's going to benefit you and going to add to your life in some way that feels right and it feels good to you and only you can make those decisions you know yeah I think that is well, you offered up two really good, um, powerful questions right there. 
Um, I think what what else I'm hearing is we we have to remove the amount of distractions that we have coming our way. You know, we have to be selective in this, the the information in which we intake. All right, so you have to be uh, intentional and asking yourself what the purpose is for what you are doing when you're doing it. And it is really eye-opening when you ask those kinds of questions. Like if you, because a lot of us are triggered out of um, our conditioning, whether it's because we've been isolated because of the, you know, 2020 initially when we first had the immediate shutdown and the only way to connect was through our phones and stuff like that. There's a lot of programming. Um, I, I recently watched, I don't know if you've seen Social Dilemma on Netflix. Yeah. And yeah. it was really eye opening to see uh, how th- our, you know, these apps have been configured to be like slot machines. Mm-hmm. And I, I've only been to Vegas once. I remember going and I was like, how can people sit there and like just do that all day? And I'm like, watching Social Dilemma on Netflix. If you guys haven't watched it, check it out. It's going to blow your mind and make you want to throw your phone. But, yep. Um, when you do, it's like, oh, I know how, because that's what I'm doing. I'm playing a slot yeah. phone, just swiping up, swiping up, swiping up. You know, it's, it, it's, it's sending you a dopamine and understanding that's not living into joy. That is fake joy, you know? Yeah posting on Instagram. I've seen a lot of creators even recently say, um, I'm done curating a life for Instagram. And you wow. know, really popular writers, um, Alex XL, she writes a cup, she's written a couple of really good books. And she said, you know, actually, I feel like I find myself trying to make sure I'm posting. It's like, this is not my job. <laughs> and this, uh, another uh, uh, um, creator did the same thing. And it's like, I want to get back to writing. Like, this is not living into joy. This is curating. And I yeah. think we don't want to curate joy. We want to experience and live our joy. And I, that's yes. what I'm really hearing you um paint a picture of the differences and how to how to question yourself properly without judging yourself yeah that's a difference yeah I I found myself and I still struggle with this I I think a lot of us do with the, the phone in particular and like being on all of the different apps and as a coach who's beginning the process of launching my business I also feel this pressure of, all right, I've got to be on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. I've got to, maybe I should get a TikTok and and a YouTube channel and like all of these things in order to market myself. And then you get caught up in what are other people doing and what are other coaches doing and you play this comparison game. And I think a lot of us, that's what we're doing is we're comparing our life to these images that we're seeing on all these platforms and then we think oh i'm never gonna get there or we don't even begin because we're so caught up in looking at that stuff that Mm. we we are on just like robots (laughs) sometimes Mm. i feel like i'm a robot and i'm just like like doing it on autopilot and i know part of it like you said is this coping mechanism of Mm. you know I, I feel so much pressure. This is my escape. This is my way to breathe for a moment. This is my way to just like all this pressure that I'm feeling to just get a moment in my day to yeah. not have to think, 
not have to do anything and just lose myself and that's mm-hmm. the dopamine hit that we're getting of just like mm-hmm. losing ourselves in this which is fine i i like i get some people need that i'm i'm not saying it's it's bad where it's bad is when it becomes so much of a habit that you're not even realizing you're doing it that it's taking hours of your day you are not creating you are not producing something into the world or contributing something joyful into your life like that's where it begins to move into toxic um and i i like the word cultivate like i I heard it recently and i was like oh i just i like saying that word it's so nice cultivate um and i i feel like let's cultivate joy in our lives like what does that look like when you're cultivating you know oftentimes it's related to like plants right like you are tending to you are helping it to grow you are feeding it you are watering it you are giving your energy and attention to this things to see it blossom and and grow into something beautiful let's do that for our life let's Mm. let's do that for our every single day let's do that for the next hour cultivate joy let's do that for the next 10 minutes cultivate joy like what does that feel like when you can do that for you it's it's so key and it's so important and i think the act of doing it will also bring joy the act of thinking about it will bring you joy mm-hmm. follow the joy don't follow the fear that's mm-hmm. that's gonna be my new model follow the joy don't follow the fear <laughs> yes. i love it i love it follow the joy i think that's a that's a great um mantra to to live by you know if I, if I don't follow the fear and I follow the joy, what would I do? What would I say? Yeah. How would I respond? And that takes um, patience. That takes um, mindfulness. It takes mm-hmm. being able to create space um, mm-hmm. for yourself. And yes. the inner work that you talked about, you know, being able to create that inside space, which, you know, and what I mean by that, um, for those listening, is being able to hear a thing, experience a thing, and not react immediately, and being able to process in the moment and tap in and say, "Okay, where did that land for me? Where, how did it land for me?" Um, and it's not going to happen all, all the time where you have the ability to create space because sometimes people do things, but you know, it's the practice of creating space for yourself um, and giving permission to others to do the same, you know, because mm-hmm. once you practice a thing, you can you give permission for others to do the same and they will, whether or not they want to or not, you know, um, I don't know about you, but as um, m- my husband, he definitely has started to use language. I'm sure he never thought he would use <laughs> just like you know words like triggers and like like things trigger me or like how are you communicating and effectiveness and just just being able to um respond with a level of intention that yeah. um people will pick up around you that they yeah. you know so the gift of living into joy is that you will gift joy to those around you yes so yes. it's a gift to yourself, but it is also a gift that will pay dividends. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I, and I like what you said about um, creating space mm-hmm. for, your, for your, yourself and for others. Um, 
Yeah, it's just slowing down. Like I, I think if there's one huge lesson, right, that we've learned yes. over the, the course of this time is slowing down is so important to yeah. our happiness and to our feeling fulfillment of any kind of just like really slowing and and breathing and having fun. I, I think so many of us discount the idea of fun because it forces us oftentimes to slow down. Yeah. We're not, you know, in like, oh, I, I got to get this done and, and this pressure of like moving forward and I got to be productive and I've got to do all the things. When we have fun, it we are allowing that space and time to just relax and enjoy mm -hmm. and be in partnership and whatever and just laugh like that requires you to really slow your life down and just get lost in in the fun in in those moments um and so even when we're on social media and, and we're looking at our phones and the apps we think that that's slowing down but it's not because your brain is going nuts <laughs> your brain is just like yeah 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 like what's next yeah. what's next like the next thing right like it's, yeah. it's like firing off and going crazy which is why a lot of people have trouble sleeping at night because their brain has been like you know bing 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 bing, bing. like you know like you said like the slot machines yeah and so get getting rid of the phone and just having you know interactions with your loved ones or you know, reading a book even, or meditating or exercising, whatever your idea of fun is, is gonna bring you those moments of joy and, and satisfaction and remind you, oh, I'm alive. Oh, this is mm. my life. And it's beautiful and it's wonderful. And I get to do this. I get to choose to, to, to do this, you know, and, and enjoy and just have fun and slow down. Life doesn't have to be a constant go, 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 go. So, mm -hmm. yeah. That's so powerful because so many of us, and one of the signs of um, trauma, we have to do a different podcast episode, is like, you know, people who don't feel alive. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of us have gone through that pause moment and like you don't feel alive and it's funny because when you're rushing and you're just doing it's funny you'll be busy and overwhelmed but you, you won't feel alive without the stress and the busyness and people have a fear of slowing down but it's like playfulness fun peace is not a rushed activity it no. is a present activity and so being present takes you to be to slow things down and for you not to be in a rush and to not be trying to do two two things at once yeah. or to create distractions you are intentionally focused on one person at one time and yeah. you're listening deeply you're not mm. you know you think about the best vacations best time you're probably looking at the person you love or laughing at a really good joke mm -hmm. or someone did something crazy funny um yeah. or you saw something beautiful there was not a rushed moment in that memory yeah. you know yeah. so i think that that is a powerful statement so I really, really enjoy having you on the podcast, Marisol. And I, Me too, to I have one more question <laughs> for you. Okay. Um, how do you um, like to take up space since that hmm. is our theme? Oh, that's a great question. How do I like to take up space? um in in what context i guess i should ask <laughs> whatever context comes to mind does it matter 
So I will say what comes to my mind is when I'm with my family, sometimes they're having the fun and they're, you know, doing the stuff. And as a mom or as a woman, sometimes I think my role is I just got to sit back and watch mm -hmm. them enjoy. And I and I forget. But then I, I remember like, no, like I I get to have fun, too, and I get to take up space, so to speak. And so sometimes I will put on music and I will just start like singing something like some, I like alternative music. And so yeah. my husband doesn't he doesn't like that stuff. He likes more upbeat. But I grew up with it and I would listen yeah. to like, you know, Nirvana or something okay. that's like like loud and, and yelling and I'll like get into it and my daughter will look at me and she'll start laughing and like like mom, you're crazy. But then she'll laugh and then we'll all just like sing and dance together and just get crazy together. So I, I like mm. in those moments to just like lose myself and laugh and be loud mm. and and just be like, hey, like, you know, this is what I like, this is my thing and join me you know and I, I invite them in to that um so yes that's one of the things that just comes to mind from like a home perspective i love that taking up space losing yourself and inviting others to do the same that's powerful that's dope. <laughs> i love thank it thank you and alternative music okay girl you cool okay <laughs> musical taste it's funny because I'm all over the place and when people hear some of the things that I like they'll be like what and I'm like um <laughs> don't put me in a box you don't know me you know yeah me. exactly <laughs> I'm still I getting to it. know me so slow down I love it so Likewise. where can people find you Marisol I'm most active on LinkedIn. So if you're interested in working with me, um, send me a private message, Marisol Rodriguez. Um, yeah, I, I would be happy to, to interact and, and reach out and have a conversation. I do, you know, discovery calls with, with folks. Um, or if you just want to follow me, sometimes I'll post video content on LinkedIn. And I'm also thinking about um, doing a, a YouTube and, and streaming some of my stuff on there. So that'll be more to come. Um, there so okay well thank you so much for being here thank, thank you, you for joining the podcast <laughs> yeah hey i hope you enjoyed that conversation i hope it really supports you into living into more joy and if you would like more please go to coachmarlena.com so that you can reach out and sign up to have a conversation with me so that i can see how i can support you going to the next level and being your most powerful self today thanks for listening <laughs>